I work for a small nonprofit outside of Philadelphia doing wonderful work in our own community. I want to remind everyone out there that they have a similar organization to ours to look them up, to understand what your local community is facing and figure out how you can help your local community because everybody needs your help at this moment. Welcome to the Serve Love Lift podcast. I'm Tiffany Garvin. Years ago on a quiet beach in Hawaii, I felt the weight of the pain and struggles we all face in this world and how much we need each other. Soon after, this movement was born to serve, love, and lift. I believe that we are meant to serve the world with our unique gifts, love ourselves and others, and lift each other up to live with joy. This podcast is here to help you heal your heart and your life and empower you on your path to becoming the best version of yourself. I invite you to listen carefully and jot down notes that come to mind, whether they come from me or from your own heart. Then, share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get going. Welcome to the Serve, Love, Lift podcast. I'm Tiffany Garvin, and today we have a fantastic guest. Alan Raisman is a marketing professional for nonprofits who loves helping people showcase their businesses through volunteerism, auction baskets, networking, and storytelling. He believes deeply that we all have a mission to serve our community. He has been doing this for 12 years. Alan loves showing others how they can serve their own community as well as helping those around the world. Welcome, Alan. Thank you, Tiffany. It's really great to be here. I'm so glad. I love this. I love what you do. How did you get started in all this? Well, let me first say I am not a freelance nonprofit marketer. I work for one nonprofit. However, I love giving the advice that I've learned over the last 12 years. I graduated college back in 2010, and I was looking for work, and I found myself at my first nonprofit. I was there for four and a half years, and now I'm in my fourth nonprofit over 12 years of experience later. It's been incredible. That is so fantastic. So what was it that drew you into the space? So I studied government and international affairs in college, and I love learning about this world. And I loved learning how much it needs our support and how much support we can give. And just in this space, in the nonprofit space, even doing what we're doing, communicating with each other, it's an incredible resource to find out how we can help each other grow, thrive, and give back. Yes, that's totally in alignment with everything that we do with Serve, Love, Lift. It's using the natural love, that natural excitement for serving others that I think builds the energy and helps other people feel like, oh, maybe I could do something. Maybe I could get involved. So I love to network. And I was introduced to Happy Neighborhood Project almost two years ago. And I started networking online because the pandemic hit. And I wanted to meet people from outside of my local community and figure out how I could use them in the nonprofit where I work. So I hopped on Happy Neighborhood Project and I said, they have a local chapter in Pennsylvania. 
let me see if I can get volunteers for my nonprofit. And two weeks ago, we had a group of five people from that networking group who have never heard of the nonprofit where I worked before. We gave out fresh food and they opened their eyes to a whole new aspect of their own community. But in addition, I have, every nonprofit has an auction. I help run the auction for my nonprofit and I wanna help promote small business owners that I meet through networking through gift baskets. And what's really cool, Happy Neighborhood Project has 50 different meetings. And the one group I started going to once I learned about this great networking was Hawaii. And the Hawaiian chapter of HNP is putting together a Hawaiian gift basket. All of the local businesses throwing in tchotchkes and flyers and what have you, but they're including lays and different things from Hawaii to make it a true Hawaiian gift basket. And our donors who are bidding on these baskets have probably never been there, but because of Happy Neighborhood Project, they get to experience it through a basket. I lived in Hawaii for a little while, and I know that aloha, that love that just seeps in with any piece of Hawaii that you can get your hands on. So what a beautiful thing. I love that. Absolutely. And I, I want to ask you, because you went to your first Happy Neighborhood Project meeting. What did you think? Did It was so fun. It was It was fantastic. It felt like a great a meeting place where everybody was just happy to be there. They were excited to meet new people. And it was neat that we could share what we do in our businesses and 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 connect with like-minded people. People who are truly wanting to lift the happiness level in the world. So that common value really stood out to me. Absolutely. And that's why I keep going. I've been doing it for almost two years. And I love bringing new people into it like yourself last week. It's incredible watching communities grow. And this is a community that I love helping grow as well. Love it. Who inspires you? Well, it depends on in what capacity. Because locally, my family does. My father, my family, my niece, my nephew. If I could teach them how to give back, that is what helps me keep going. And outside of that, just think of everybody that I've met. I would have never heard about your podcast and what the wonderful mission it has. And so many others want to do good in this world. That's what keeps me going too. It's an incredible resource. Yes, yes, I love that. Thank you. What is one of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome? I wouldn't say it was a challenge per se, but when the pandemic hit, we all, all of us, had to learn how to pivot what we do. My biggest challenge in the nonprofit world, all my volunteers didn't want to come volunteer because of the pandemic. I had to find other resources. In addition, some businesses were shutting down. I had to find new auction baskets. And that's what networking allowed me to do. I now have baskets from all around this world in my local nonprofit's auction. And it's been incredible. My challenge now is everyone's going back to the office and every volunteer that was now working from home and able to help, I now have to replace them. Oh no, that's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what are some of the biggest lessons you learned as you overcame that challenge, as you pivoted, like you say, and were able to keep moving forward? Think outside the box, never give up and keep a smile on your face. Okay, so how do you do that though? When you 
what resources do you draw on internally that allow you to think outside the box? Because I think a lot of people feel like there's one path to go and there's one way to do things. And if I can't figure out how to do it that way, then I'm stuck. So what's inside of you that that caused you to rise to that challenge and be able to really think outside the box and make it work for you? So I've been doing marketing now for 12 years in different nonprofits. And the great thing about marketing is you have to think outside of the box every day, whether it be blog posting, social media posting, even what you're doing now, a podcast, you have to think outside of the box to get the right questions answered. And in my mind, I had to ask myself the questions, how can I keep going personally and professionally so that the pandemic didn't hurt me, but it, in a sense, helped me expand the awareness. And because of groups like Happy Neighborhood Project, because of those who will watch this podcast, I'm getting that awareness out to even more people. And that's the -the out-of-the-box thinking that I taught myself to do. And if you go on Happy Neighborhood Project, I would say 80% of the people are in the for-profit sector. But I want to remind every nonprofit that they should and could get a great resource out of networking from volunteers, fundraising, auction items. The world is is a big opportunity and everyone should take advantage of it. I love your energy, Alan. You're just so optimistic and determined to move forward no matter what obstacle you face. Uh, it's it's such a, a gift. I think that is one of your innate gifts is this optimism. Do you feel like that's true? I'm a very optimistic person. I'm a very happy person. Yeah. And in my sense of the world, you only have a certain amount of time in this world Why be anything other than happy? So what do you see in your future? What are you trying to build? What what, Do you have other visions for serving the world in bigger ways? So within Happy Neighborhood Project, I have increased my involvement with them. I run four of those networking groups. And I would have never thought I would do that two years ago. So in that sense, I'm always going to try to do new things to help serve people in so many different ways. Because now I run the only, to my knowledge, the only networking group for pet lovers. I don't think there is a Zoom networking group out there for pet lovers, but now one exists because I wanted to start it and Happy Neighborhood Project let me create it. I remember you saying that you're an uncle and a family member to four pets. You mentioned in my intro, I make virtual backgrounds for people, but I also make them for myself. And when you come to one of the pet lovers meetings, I rotate my pets. They're not going to come to a Zoom call, but you can meet them in my background every week. Oh, we can always use more animals and their sweetness and their unconditional love, right? Absolutely. What message would you love to share with the world? If you had everybody's ear for two minutes, what one thing would you want people to know? And this is one of my favorite questions, honestly. I work for a small nonprofit outside of Philadelphia doing wonderful work in our own community. I want to remind everyone out there that they have a similar organization to ours to look them up, to understand what your local community is facing 
and figure out how you can help your local community because everybody needs your help at this moment. That's so great. There's so much more that we can do if we just knew where to tap into. I work with an organization called Just Serve and it's a website, justserve.org and an app uh, just called Just Serve. And it's kind of like what you're saying. It helps match people who want to volunteer but don't know how to get involved with nonprofits and other community organizations who are looking for volunteers who don't know how to get the word out. So we kind of do a, a similar thing in different ways, but the the beautiful message here is there are ways you can serve. And there's a lot of different ways you can serve. It's absolutely. Right. It's not always just uh, at a food kitchen or packing materials for for disaster relief or donations for a women's shelter, which are all wonderful things. But I even saw one the other day where it you can do it from home, where it's writing letters to military who don't have a lot of support or just who wouldn't want to receive a letter from somebody saying, we love you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for putting your life on the line. I mean, what a fantastic way to serve that even doesn't don't have a a way to get around or I want to give you another idea yes everyone's saying how can I help and for me I, I work at our local food pantry in my region and this is what I tell every volunteer who says how can I work and help you from home I say well you could do your own food drive because if you put a box on your front porch and put a list of what our needs are in your neighbor's mailboxes, not only are you helping, but you're getting your entire community involved to give back. I love that. So what would you do? You just reach out to your local food pantry and and ask them specifically what items they would like to have? When you go to your local food pantry, ask what their local needs are, ask for an emailed list or a flyer. You would enhance that, print it out, give it to all your neighbors, and on that flyer, put dates and times that they could drop food off on your front porch. It could be contactless. They can come into your house, leave it on the porch, whatever it may be. When your box is full or when you're happy, drive that box of donations to your local food pantry or whatever agency that you work with. Oh, that's fantastic. What a simple way to do that. Something that's accessible. And if you want to have an excuse to meet your neighbors, this is a great way to do it, right? Nobody likes to sell things, but it's fun to go around and ask people, hey, I'm helping out this cause. Would you like to contribute something? So where would you like people to reach you? If you Google Alan Raisman on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, you will find me. And all I ask for your listeners to do is reach out, say hello, and let's have a discussion. That's fantastic. And join the Happy Neighborhood Project. (laughs) Absolutely. It's free and it's happy and it's a way to network with businesses who want to do good in the world. Alan, thank you so much for being on today. Is there one last message you'd like to share with our listeners that can leave them feeling stronger and inspired today and feeling like maybe they can they can face their challenges a little bit more easily. So I want everyone to listen to this podcast, but also listen to your other podcasts. And I want you to just jot down your top three or five that lift you up. And when you're having a bad day, 
listen to them, even just for five minutes, because the theme and mission of this podcast is so great that if you ever need anything to cheer you up, this will probably do just that. Thank you, Alan. You're such a gift. I appreciate you and your goodness and your beautiful heart. Uh, let's do this again sometime, all right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Tiffany. Thank you for being with me. Remember to share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. Don't want to wait for next week for new insights and wisdom? Go to www.tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing for a free guide to help you begin healing the emotional wounds that are holding you back. Again, the link is tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing. It will be in the show notes as well. I believe in you. See you next week.